Hello and welcome to the very first episode of my podcast series. I'm so excited to be here and so happy that you're also tuning in to listen to me today. If you're here from my Instagram, then welcome. Um, You will know that I'm really passionate about all things health and wellness and running and I'm currently a student, so kind of just trying to manage part-time job, also my online presence, but school at the same time and just a lot going on in my life. And so I am very passionate about specific topics. And today's episode is going to be all about my running journey and how I healed my relationship with running. Also, if you hear any weird noises in the background, I'm actually currently half-sitting a dog. And so you might hear crying or sniffing or chewing or something weird. I feel like in order for me to talk about my running journey, I have to take it all the way back to the beginning. But just to give you a quick rundown, I am currently training for a half marathon. This is my second ever half marathon and it is happening in two and a half weeks. As you can tell, I clearly love long distances and I definitely want to work myself up to doing a marathon one day. Uh, Maybe even next year, that is the hope. But obviously I have to start somewhere and that is half marathons at the moment, which I thoroughly enjoyed my first one, so I'm hoping that the second one um, is just gonna, you know, continue lighting my love for running. So from the podcast title, you can probably tell that at some point I had a bad relationship with running and um, I'm gonna tell you how I got there, but also how I was able to get out of it and how I'm enjoying running again all over again. Um, It took work, it took time, but it's all possible. And if you're a new runner, if you're just new to running and you feel like you hate the sport or you just don't understand how people run, I feel like this might also be for you because we all start somewhere and it doesn't matter where you are in your journey, I think everyone can find a love for running. It just takes time. So let's take it back all the way to the beginning. I grew up watching my dad run. My dad has run many marathons and used to just be an avid runner. He did it for his own enjoyment, his own mental health. And I remember going on holidays and my dad would always get up early in the mornings and go and explore the new city or area we were in. And he would just go out and run kilometers. And I was fascinated by it. I just thought how cool that he can just do that, you know? So at eight years old, I moved to the Middle East and um, running and triathlons and aquathlons were quite a big thing there. And somehow I got into a triathlon club. And so I started swim, biking and running at a very, very young age. But along that, I was enjoying running the most, I would say. And so I would, my parents would enter me into these random run races. It'd be like a random 3K or an aquathlon. Um, I even did a triathlon when I was eight years old and so I was very, I'm very grateful to have been exposed to the sport from such a young age. And from then on I kind of, running was just always like a side thing, I did a bunch of other sports and was just really well rounded in that I loved, you know, participating in as much as I could and being part of school teams and so it was just kind of a side thing. Sometimes I would do races um, and I just remember getting so nervous for them, it didn't matter how old or young I was, I was always very nervous when it came to run races. So around about the age of 11, I actually joined a local track team um, and I would train once to two times a week alongside my other sports and I thoroughly enjoyed running on the track and there was just something about going round in circles on a track mindlessly and I just remember the endorphins I would get from it. I think that's what kept me going, like that's what I enjoyed running 
what I enjoyed about running so much, but also was the people that I would meet. I would say so many of my friends that I still have now have actually come from running because I think no matter what sport you're in, you're always going to find like-minded people, people who like, you know, have the same hobbies as you or similar hobbies and um, very, you know, are passionate about the same lifestyle, maybe more so now as an adult, but definitely as a kid, you could definitely relate on some level. So it wasn't until I was 15 that I actually moved again. I moved to a new country. So I lived in Dubai and then for seven years where my running journey, let's say, started. And then I moved to Qatar when I turned 15. And at the age of 16, I decided I wanted to take running to the next level. I mean, I was 16, you know, I was thinking about university at that time and wondering what I was going to do with my future. And I knew that running had been a part of my life for such a long time and I enjoyed it the most out of any of the sports. I think the reason why I've also always enjoyed running is because I know it's an individual effort. All of the other team sports that I played, like netball and football, it was more so how you interacted as a team and how much effort every single person puts into the game and into the training. Whereas with running, I knew that if I put in the effort, then I would get the results from, you know, from the hard work that I was putting in. I also have a very distinct and um, I would say quite a unique, weird personality. I mean, from a very young age, I've loved routine. I just remember loving going to sleep early, um, waking up early and exercising. And honestly, that was me from the, ever since I can remember. And in many ways, I'm lucky, I guess I could say, because I've adapted that routine now. But also, I think it took away aspects of, let's say, my teenage years that others have had, which is like partying or, you know, just having a great time with friends. I think I've always been very, very focused. I've learned a lot of things about myself over the years and just how my personality has affected the way I have performed in sport and in school. And it's actually really interesting. I'm doing a psychology of sport class right now and I think I've taken away so much from it and kind of self-analyzed. Like you always hear people taking psychology courses and being like, oh, I can finally diagnose myself. And I'm not taking it, you know, to that level, but I just mean, I think learning different concepts in psychology kind of you realize why you did certain things and who you are as a person and how there's so many different personalities and how they play a huge role in sport and in performance. So going back to when I was 16, I became very fixated on running and that being my future. And so I started looking into scholarships and what times I would need to get and to be able to get into universities and to be able to run for different teams. And I was just looking at you know, teams all across Canada and America, and that became my life. I mean, running consumed my life at that point, I can say. It was school for me, trying to get the grades, running, maybe a little bit of netball and friends, but mostly running. Like, I would say school and running were at an even point. There are obviously so many positives that came out of that, but also a few negatives. I mean, positives were that I was very focused in school. Running was amazing for my mental health. Um, but also, I think at that age, when you have something so extreme and you became become so fixated, I also became obsessed with other things. For example, eating. At that point, I was still getting, you know, I was still adjusting to growing, I was still being a teenager, to learning how to manage my emotions. And there's just so much that you learn at that age. And so I think it... It just all kind of came into one 
one pile and that is why I developed a restrictive eating disorder for that time being so between the ages of 16 to 18 and obviously you know eating and fueling your body is so vital for running performance but I didn't know that I thought I was doing the best for my body because I wanted to look a certain way I wanted to look like the runner that you see on TV the, the runner that performs in the Olympics and little did I know that I was actually just 16 years old my body was still growing into my female body and I didn't know um, what was right or wrong I didn't have anyone to guide me or to tell me what I had what I had to do in that sense and I think um, this sort of topic wasn't at least um, discussed very often at that time or maybe I wasn't really out there trying to find information although I think I was actually thinking back to it um, I remember typing into YouTube like what a runner eats in a day how does a runner train in a day or like you know I think there wasn't as much out there about fueling your body it was mostly how to restrict and how to look a certain way how to get the body of a Victoria's Secret model and that's what I would watch I'd watch all these videos that were just all about physique and so that is what my focus on rather than focusing on times and trying to get my best running time I can honestly say my priority was my body I would go to the gym five times a week I would uh, also train an insane amount and uh, so all the hard work that I was putting in, I actually wasn't able to fully retain because I was also underfueling myself at that time. And, and that is why I remember ultimately not really seeing any results in my uh, races. I remember seeing brief results in training, um, but not so much my races. I also really struggled with race anxiety and I definitely still do. And uh, going forward from that, so so at the time I was actually being trained by an incredible athlete. Uh, her name is Liz McCorgan, and she won the gold medal in the 10k distance at the World Championships in 1991, and then she also won a silver medal in the Olympics in 1988. If you're familiar with Eilish McCorgan, uh, that is her daughter. Um, Liz McCorgan actually has coached her and Ailish won the Commonwealth 10k championships this year in 2022 which is incredible. So obviously Liz knew exactly what she was doing and I loved her coaching style and loved having her as a coach but because I was moving away uh, to university in Canada I you know she could, could no longer be my coach and I was going on to compete at a university level but I so after all the you know planning that I was doing, getting a scholarship to university and all of that, I actually had to miss my last year of high school and go straight into university just because we had to move back to Canada quite um, unexpectedly. And so I went to a university just outside of Vancouver for my first year and I randomly decided to join the team when I came um pretty much just emailed the coach like a week before coming out and being like hey can i train with you can i compete and they were like yeah and so i started training at a very high level higher than i'd ever you know i was doing way more mileage and strength work that i ever had in the past because now i was competing and training with 20 year olds and you know girls that were in the university for the last five years and had this elite training for so long, you know, competed at a Canadian national champ. So everything was very new to me. I also wasn't used to, to racing because in the Middle East, there wasn't much competition at all. Like I was always my only competition really. And so coming to Canada where 
running is a huge thing at university. It was a pretty surreal experience. I also went from, you know, training in 30, 40, 50 degree heat Celsius to then coming to Canada and like luckily I was in BC so it's not the most extreme weather you get in Canada, probably the mildest, but still going from minimum training in 20 degrees to just training at 10 to almost zero degrees every day was just a shock to the system. I remember being cold at all sessions and I just couldn't handle the cold. Uh, but I did, I mean, you know, you adapt, you learn, and the very first season was cross-country and I competed at the national level, but also there was like Canada West competition, so we competed against all the big universities in Canada um, and in British Columbia, like UBC, where I'm at now, and Victoria, and I remember we did a lot of traveling, we went to the States, we had a race in Washington State, then we had one on the island, Victoria Island, uh, we traveled to Calgary, Alberta, Saskatchewan, I'm pretty sure. So I really got the taste test of what it's like to race and compete at the university level. I loved cross country, although it was so difficult for me to race in such cold weather conditions. I just loved the distance. It was 8K, it was just very hilly, very new to me, but at that's why I loved it because cross country isn't about times. It's not about pace. It's just really about the position and how you felt during the race. And for me, it was just, you know, how do I think I did and how, how did I feel on the day? And that's why I loved it. Obviously Christmas rolled around and after Christmas, the track and field season starts and so I remember it was the indoor season first and I was getting PBs in my 1500 in my 3k at the very start of the season so this was uh, 2020 now and I was just so happy with my running but I at the same time I was feeling a little bit burnt out I think I was very overwhelmed by track and field races. As much as I enjoyed them, they made me very anxious. And because it's all about times and all about pace, I became very fixated on that and obsessed. And if I didn't perform the way that I wanted to, I'd get really down about it. I'd cry, I'd be really disappointed. And was just feeling like I was getting into this really unhealthy place with running. And so unfortunately, my last few races of my track and field indoor season, I really didn't perform well and I ended up getting really sick. I had a virus, which was pretty much a virus that you cannot cure. The only thing that you can do is rest. And so the doctors told me I have to take two to three months off fully from any form of exercise. And to me, that was kind of the worst thing I could hear at the time, but also the best. I think I felt so, so burnt out that I was happy to hear that all I could do was just rest and focus on my university and my grades. But at the same time, I was obviously really bummed out. You know, I'd put in all this effort this entire year to then just be told that I can't run anymore. And as you can guess, at that same time, COVID started unraveling and a few weeks later actually we were all told to go home and we were sent home and I remember being really happy about it because I'm like oh well I guess I didn't miss a season and you know everyone's in the same boat now and I took the time off that I needed off running and I decided to get back into it straight away and start training and uh, I started doing sessions again I started to really go hard at it and this was the beginning of COVID so this is when my obsession became very very negative 
I was obsessively working out, excessively running too much, and also um, just exercising overall too much. And this is when I was under eating, but then also binge eating, and it kind of went from one to the other. And obviously COVID was just not a great time for everyone mentally. I mean, I was, I'm, I can definitely say I was in a very privileged position in the sense that I was with my family in a very safe place in Canada. And I'm very grateful for that. But mentally, I think it was just hard, you know, going from one extreme to the other. And so exercise and running was my only real outlet. And I, at that point, also decided that I didn't want to compete at the university level anymore. And I think I just... I just knew that I was in a really unhealthy relationship with myself, my body and fitness. I knew that the best thing was, you know, to probably just try and start focusing on myself again and tuning into my body because at this point I was 19. Actually, no, I was still 18 at this point, um, but I still haven't ha hadn't had my period, which obviously is very unhealthy for a female at that age and you can develop a lot of... Um, problems with that like osteoporosis and obviously that is the last thing I wanted to get so I knew that I had to get myself to a healthy weight and a healthy place again. So September of 2020 I was living in Calgary where it's obviously very snowy and very cold and uh, running really just didn't seem like an option for me. I could not stand running in minus 30 or even just anything below zero really I just couldn't stand anymore and so I decided to join a spin class and I was just doing spin class for a few months and not running at all until I moved to BC in January of 2021 and that is when I started running again and I was really happy to be running and I actually felt like that was the beginning of slowly healing my relationship with running I would run with no watch I would just go wouldn't set myself a time limit you know just would give myself the freedom to be able to enjoy running again I remember uh, running on the treadmill a little bit um, but mostly running outside and at that point COVID was still you know a big thing there weren't any races planned and so I was just running for myself running for my own physical plus mental health I remember doing workouts here and there and then summer began again and I was just kind of slowly running through the summer, wasn't focused on anything. And then comes around 2021 September, so starting a new school year and I was still just kind of running for fun. Honestly, nothing, just maybe two, three times a week. But I knew that ultimately I had this just feeling inside of me that I knew that I really wanted to go back to racing because although I always found racing stressful and um, quite anxiety prone when it came to racing I knew that the only reason that I was like that was because I was putting that pressure on myself but if I took that pressure away I knew that I would probably really enjoy racing and so sometime in like November December of 2021 I decided to sign up for my first half marathon and that was quite a bold move for me Thinking about it now, I hadn't run a race at all in years and the longest run I'd ever done was probably like 18 kilometers. So I don't really know what I was thinking, but right now I can say that I'm so happy that I made that decision. So sometimes you just kind of have to take a leap and you have to believe in yourself and know that you will do whatever it takes on the day. Sometimes even if you don't have the most ideal training leading up to the race, you could still have an amazing race. And so it comes around January of 2021 
and my I asked my boyfriend to actually help me with my training plan because I had no idea how to train for a half marathon. I knew how to train for like 5k races, 1500 or anything short, but definitely not a half. And so he structured like a six week training plan starting in January for me and I followed it to a T. Like I would, um, it was doing all the workouts, all the wrong runs, probably did like two or three long runs before the actual half marathon. And I told myself that I wanted to run the race at, uh, with a time of like an hour and 45 minutes. I, you know, didn't really, I had no idea what I was capable of. I didn't think I was capable of much at that point. And um, just from my standard. And I ended up running the race in an hour and 32 minutes and 16 seconds. And so I'm very proud of myself, but I also like, I have no idea where that came from. And so after that, I was obviously very motivated to keep racing. And then unfortunately I got injured and sick and kind of just lost the passion again. And here I was back, back in that same place with running a very, I had a very negative view on it. I didn't want to race anymore. I didn't really know what I was doing. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for another half marathon. And I did, and I started training for it and I got injured and I couldn't do that. And that was the summer of 2022. So like sometime around June when I was supposed to be racing the Calgary Half Marathon Stampede. And obviously that really upset me. I was like, okay, this is just not working out. Um, my summer was kind of all over the place. I was traveling a bit, which obviously I'm very grateful for, but I think it's so difficult to get. Personally, I find it really difficult to get into a running routine in general. And when it comes to moving around from place to place, it makes it even harder. And so I decided to sign up for another half marathon and that was sometime in September, so two months ago. And I told myself uh, that this is just gonna be a fun run. I don't have to beat my time. I don't have to go for a specific goal. I just wanted to get back into that same place that I was in at the beginning of the So I began reflecting and understanding why I would get into such a negative headspace with running and why pace would affect me so much. And I realized that it all came down to um, comparing myself to my younger self. I knew the paces that I used to run. I knew the mileage that I used to do when I was at university, the times that I would get for races. And obviously comparison, especially to other people, but also to your past self is very toxic. I realized that I was actually being so horrible to myself. Any work that I would put in was just never good enough. No matter how much I ran that week or how far, I just was never good enough for myself. And that's why I had such a difficult time with pace and using a watch and any of that until I just decided to let go and to just learn a little bit more about myself and understand that I cannot compare myself to who I was and you know how fast I ran. I know that I've grown so much in the last few years, which has also caused me to adapt and view running and exercise from a whole different perspective in a much more holistic perspective than I ever had in the past. And I think that's a win in itself. And so I've only recently started recognizing this and realizing that it's all about trying your best and doing your best. It doesn't matter what you ran that day or that time. Yes, I do think that I am my greatest competitor. I don't like my comparing myself to other runners anymore because I knew, I know how that would negatively impact me in the past. But just know that if you've put in the work or the hard training or the dedication and you've tried your best and you don't perform the way that you expected to or wanted to, it's okay. We're all human. 
you know, your body um, changes so much. Your body, you can feel different every single day and that's going to impact the way you perform in your trainings and in your races and just day-to-day life. And so going back to the basics, the way that I believe I was able to heal my relationship with running was first accepting myself, um, being kinder to myself, letting go of expectations of others and making up these expectations in my head and just really being proud of myself and being proud of what my body can do for me rather than looking at all the things that I could have done or could have achieved. I think the only way forward and the only way for growing from here is by looking at what I can do right now. What is it that running gives me? I know that it gives me mental strength and it helps me focus at university. It's also the time that I know that I can spend with myself. I love running by myself and just going out and just really being present with my thoughts or maybe listening to an educational podcast or sometimes just jamming away to music and singing along on my runs. I know that running has incredible physical benefits if they're done right. If you know, if you're fueling, if you're also sleeping, then it can obviously have such incredible impacts on your body so i guess if you're listening to this right now and you're struggling with your relationship with running and you're just in a negative mindset with it or have been in the past and don't know what to do then from my experiences i think taking it right back to the beginning and stripping everything back and just starting fresh go out on a run don't take your watch don't take your phone and just do it for the sole purpose of enjoying it and knowing that it's going to bring you so many mental and physical benefits just from that one run enjoy the fresh air take in the surroundings maybe go for a run with a friend and just chat away and forget that life even exists i also think about all the people in the world who can't run and it just makes me so grateful that my body is able to give me this gift of running and i you know i think realizing that you get to run and you don't have to run is a whole game changer it's a whole mindset shift so that's it for me that is my running journey up to now currently i will be running my half marathon in two weeks and i'm gonna just take it easy myself i'm gonna be happy with whatever result thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed that episode i really enjoyed that actually i love getting my thoughts out and just sharing my experiences with the world so see you next time